Hallelujah. Let's open our Bibles to the book of Job. I just want to take a thought. It's just a thought. I just want a thought. Something I can just use. Um, Job 21. And I want to read from verse 15. Verse 15. This message is a progression on the message I preached in the first service. If you are not here, you can get the tape. It will bless you. It will enrich you. Job 21, verse 15. It says, What is the Almighty that we should serve Him? And what profit should we have if we pray unto Him? By the grace of God, the title of our message this morning this second service is why we should set goals in the first service the title was why many people do not set goals and in this service the title is why set goals or why you and I to set goals. Why set goals? Why you and I to set goals? Let us pray. Heavenly Father, it is a privilege and a honor to approach you and thank you for what you have in store for us. This year and in this service particularly, let your word and your spirit have a free course and let it be glorified. Lord, the things we learn and we receive and we hear and see help us to be doers that your name may be glorified in our lives and that our life may reflect something different from whatever it used to be thank you father anoint me to declare your word anoint your people to receive your word that at the end of the day in the declaration and in the receiving nothing will have been lost thank you in Jesus' name we pray. Why set goals? Why we should set goals? One of the earliest, well, one of the early things I learned in life is that whatever thing you desire to achieve or get done, an important approach to it should be that you set a goal for the achieving of that thing or getting that thing done whatever it's something that i learned early in my life that whatever you desire to achieve or get done in order to achieve it or get it done it is always good for you to set a goal for the achieving of it or for the doing of it the importance of goals is one of those most important well-known secrets among those who are successful those who are successful most of the time are goal driven in other words these are people whose life are controlled measured directed and powered by goals goal setting is used by top level athletes basketballers footballers track and field boxers weightlifters they use goal setting in their pursuit of whatever they want to achieve 
It is also used by successful business people and achievers in all fields. If you see anyone who is successful in ministry, you will discover that one main ingredient about them is that they set goals. Because when we say someone is an achiever, the question is, what did he achieve? There must have been something he wanted to achieve. And that thing that he wanted to achieve is what his goal was. So an achiever is someone who secures something that he set a goal to be able to secure. So goal setting is a framework for personal achievement. If you want to better your achievement, you will need to begin to set goals. If you want this year to end in a different way than last year, you need to set goals. So that at the end of the year, you'll be able to say, I achieved this. What you will say you achieved will be the goal that you set at the beginning of the year. That is one main secret of my life. I have goals for every trip that I make. I have goals for every month of the year. I have financial goals. I have physical goals. I have spiritual goals. I have emotional goals. I have goals. Goal setting is the backbone of becoming the person you desire to be. It is the backbone of getting to where you want to get to. It is the backbone of getting whatever you want to get. It is the backbone for doing whatever you want to do. It's a very important, important, important thing in the life of every achiever. Almost every book on personal success and achievement usually outline the importance of goal setting as a fundamental of achieving success in any endeavor. Goal setting is an important fundamental issue in personal achievement if you want to achieve anything the easiest way to start is to set a goal for the achievement of that thing i learned this as a very very young christian i can say without any fear of contradiction that personal goal setting is the most important exercise you can do on the way to success is an important exercise however Despite the importance of personal goal setting, studies and researches have proven that only 10% of human beings on the face of the earth, one-tenth of the human beings on the face of the earth, ever try to operate and power their lives by goals. Only 10% of the people on the face of the earth do to one or little extent what we call goal setting in the church less than five percent i mean when we say church i'm talking about the body of christ anglican methodist church of god church of god in christ church of god of prophecy church of pentecost charismatic pentecostal everyone less than five percent of believers knew anything about goal setting that's to let you know why many Christians are still wretched. Why many Christians do not have definite clear thing that they can point to in terms of what they achieve. Because if you aim for nothing, that is what you will get. Nothing. People have spent year after year with nothing they can point to as what they have achieved. This was because they had no goals. This was not because the devil was so powerful and so overwhelmed them and subverted them in all their causes. 
but because they did not clearly definitely have goals that they were striving for they didn't have definite things they wanted to achieve they didn't have targets they didn't have things that they were reaching for they didn't have things that they wanted to apprehend and so at the end of the day they have apprehended nothing because they strove for nothing so it's very important it has been discovered that only 10 percent of people in the world ever try to do anything about goal setting and in the body of christ about five percent and it was it has also been discovered by researchers and studies that only three percent of the ten percent that know anything about goal setting ever set goals and follow it up with action to produce results i will give you some statistics of people who graduated from harvard university from yale university these are two of the universities that are referred to as ivy league there are eight universities in the united states they are the best of the best universities university of california in los angeles Institute of uh, uh, Massachusetts Institute of Technology about University of Pennsylvania. These are there. They call them Ivy League. If you go to that place and you get you have a BSc chemistry, and somebody else goes to another university and gets a BSc chemistry, both of you on the same job, you will be earning something different from what you are earning. Because the universities are rated high. Graduate of such institutions are rated high. And I will give you statistics to show that many of the people who passed out from those universities even did not set goals. So it's not going to the best university that matters or your student your child schooling overseas i always say this to you i really thank god for those who send their children overseas to go and study but those children are not better than those who school here we didn't go any overseas and those who went overseas and came back they can't say they are superior to us we showed them pepper in the class i remember the young boy who came he said he went to one university like that in uk some years ago and then we were in the same class for master's degree i told him I said, I will beat you in this class. Me, I'm from University of Badahia. That's where I did my degree. But I have other materials in my life that power them. And I beat him hands down. No controversy. In a class of eight, he came fifth. So what I'm saying is this. It's not those things that the time we ask someone gets to. But there are vital ingredients that we need to inculcate in our lives that make us fruitful and better in every respect so let's understand that fact so 10 percent of the people set goals only about three percent set goals and follow it in the body of christ many many christians this morning, i know less than three percent in the assembly listening to this message set goals and i've ever set goals there are people who have never set goals in the last 20 years since they were born they just have what they call wishes or desires or fantasies now quickly because of time let me define what is goal what is a goal what is the meaning of that word goal i did this in the first service i defined the word goal so let me define it because when we say people should set goals what is it that we are asking them to do a goal can simply be defined as an end towards which effort is directed an end towards which effort is directed i want to read the bible three times this year now that is a goal it is an end an end towards which effort is directed i remember in 2009 
I directed my effort towards being able to read the Bible through 10 times in one year. I was able to read it 8 times in one year. So an end towards which effort is directed. Your goal could be, I want to take part in the study day fast from beginning to the end. Now when you direct your effort towards that end, now that is a goal. A goal can also be defined as the result or achievement towards which effort is directed. If there is a result you desire to have, if there is an achievement you desire to have, now when you direct your effort towards that result and towards that achievement, then that result and that achievement is your goal. That is what a goal is. It can also be defined as a projected computation of affairs that a person or an organization plans or intend to achieve projected computation projected computation of affairs that a person or an organization plan or intend to achieve for example this year one of our goals in this church is to be able to have two full services by the end of the year two full services which means every service we are looking forward to being able to fill all the chairs around us instead of angels sitting on them now that is it it's a projected computation of affairs that a person or an organization it is not only individuals that need to be powered by goals organization also need goals and that is what i will be training and teaching our workers on this afternoon between two to four if you lead a company or you have a small outfit you have started you need to come to that those training it will open your eyes and lighten your understanding to change the way you view things you will begin to see light at the end of the tunnel because some of us run little outreaches and we have little little programs we have little little companies that have remained little because if something is going to grow it has to grow along certain lines and there are certain things we need to strive for year after year that we need to pursue what does it what does a goal mean it can also be defined as an anticipated result which guides our action and reaction an anticipated result which guides which means my action and reaction now is because of my anticipated result an anticipated result it has been discovered for example that only 26 percent of church members actually pay tight and support the church our desire one of our anticipated results this year is that we want to have at least 50 percent of our members to be tithing and to be supporting the church so that is an anticipated result that will affect and guide our actions in order for us to have that level of participation in financial support there are certain actions and reactions we are going to put in place as a church so that is what a goal is a goal can also be defined as an aim that we have in our lives an aim what is the aim in your life for this year what is your aim in your life for this month what is your aim in your life for this week those are your goals aim my goal may be i want to get married this year my goal may be i want to finish building my house my goal may be i want to start my own business 
I have been employed by someone else for a number of years. Now I want to start my own business. It's my goal, which I have set because God has revealed to me that the time to start such a business has come. And I want to take advantage of this restoration that is coming. So those are definitions of goals. Goal can also be defined as an end that one strives to attain. An end something you are an end you are trying to strive to apprehend you are trying to get hold of you are trying to see come to pass you are trying to achieve you are trying to get that is what a goal is goal setting ideally involves establishing specific measurable attainable realistic and time targeted objectives i will explain that in detail as i teach on this subject specific measurable attainable realistic and time targeted objectives that is what goal setting involves so the real question now is do you have goals now in the early in the first service i spoke about why people do not set goals i will just give you the points and i have to go on to what i have for this service the benefits of setting goals the power of goals the significance of goals the importance of goals the blessing in goal setting because human beings as rational beings, we do not do things that we do not have a reason for doing so i want to be able to justify and make a case for you to change the way you have been powering your life don't allow your life to be tossed to and fro by everything and everywhere because in life we are either drifting or we are sailing when you drift it means you are carried by forces beyond you but when you sail you have a map and you have a route and you have a chart you have a path along which you are going life does not allow you to drift the aircraft that leaves lagos on its way to london cannot drift or else it will end up in Romania it cannot drift you cannot afford to drift in life but for so long you have been drifting you have been tossed to and fro by every wind circumstances situations those things have determined where you get to what you do what you eat but that is not the way God fashioned life to be he fashioned life to be directed and propelled along certain paths make straight paths for your feet and that's what goal setting is all about i gave us reasons in the first service why people don't set goals i will just run through them number one reason why people don't set goals is because they don't see the importance of goal setting that is the same reason why they don't at times people don't evangelize they don't see the importance in the scripture we just read it says what is your matter that we should serve it? What shall we profit? In other words, I don't see the importance. Of what value is it? That's the same reason why people come to church and they do not serve in any department. They don't see the importance of serving. That's the same reason why people don't give. They don't see the importance of giving. So that's the first reason why people do not set goals. Because they do not see. They do not have a reason to. They do not have a reason to. They do not see the importance of goal setting. The second reason why people don't set goals is because of their background. Many of us grew up in families 
where our parents never talked about goals or targets for life. I grew up in a family where at the beginning of every year, one of the sessions we were going to have with our father was to sit down and then he will ask us, what are your goals for this year? I can still remember vividly many, many times. The first time we sat down to do the exercise, everyone was just looking when they say, what are your goals? What are goals? What? What do you mean by goals? Am I a footballer? Do I want to score a goal? It was so meaningless. So he now explained. He now explained to us what goal setting was. And so every year we'll see that. Then in the month of July, we'll see that again to review. Some of us had goals that I will come first in our class. And then by second, by the July, first semester, first time, second time will have almost passed. So he said, did you come? Some people said, I will, I will, I will, I will, I will score so, so, and so in mathematics. <laughs> I remember the one year I said to I said, I said at that meeting, I said, uh, this year, by the grace of God, uh, I will score the highest mark in English. It was a goal for me. And so I was driven by it. So some of us are from backgrounds where such things were not talked about. Some of us went to school where we went through the whole school, but we never learned anything about goal setting. And so our background is the reason why our back is to the ground. That is why we have not set goals. It means we are a product of something in the past. And when God says, I'm going to restore her, then something that has been wrong in your background needs to be put back in place. Some a missing ingredient. I preached a message years ago, the missing ingredient. One missing ingredient can turn your life into shambles. One missing ingredient. One thing that many times it's not many things that turn people's life down one wrong step is enough one wrong decision is enough one wrong friend is enough one wrong thought is enough and you come crashing down like a pack of cards so people don't set goals because of their background in their background education in their background in the churches they are being nobody talked about goal setting nobody spoke about goal setting nobody even told them there was anything like that so they said well we do not know. I remember Paul went to a particular place in Acts 19. He said, have you, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? It was Ephesus. People say, we, we have never heard about whether there be any Holy Ghost. Then he said, eh. Then he said, unto what baptism are you baptized? And then they said, I want to John's baptism. The only thing we know here is John baptism. We are members of the first Baptist church here. He said, well, there are more baptisms to be baptized than John. Then he spoke to them and then they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And then he laid hands on them and they were filled with the Holy Ghost. Verse 6. Of Acts 19. They were filled with the Holy Ghost and they prophesied. So our background is the reason. Some of our background is such that many of us never have friends who talk about goals. Up to now, many of our friends don't talk about goals. They talk more about wishes, about desire, about fantasies. They talk about dream. Dream is not goal. Goal is more than dream. Goal is more than a wish. Goal is more than a desire. When I speak on them, I will make the difference so that you can understand it. The third reason why people don't track goals is because they don't even know how to. They don't even know how to set goals. I mean, if you have not been taught to do something, you don't. If you ask some people, why don't you win souls? One of the reasons is because they don't know how to win souls. Why don't you study the Bible? I don't know how to study the Bible. And people are very sincere because they don't just know how to study. Many Christians don't know how to study the Bible. They don't know how to approach the Bible and study the Bible. They know how to read the Bible, but Bible reading and Bible study is different. 
compare but they don't have the spirit on li- spirit and life it is the study of god's word that produces and bless you with the spirit and life why is it that people don't set goals they don't know how to another reason why people don't set goals is because of fear of failure simply put before now they have tried to set goals and they failed because the goals they set they were not able to achieve it and so they became discouraged that is why we don't set goals yeah you're asking me to do something i tried to do and i failed at doing i remember i told one man why don't you take part in this fast he said the last time i fasted i was walking in the place and we we're walking on this table he said one person was sitting in front of me but i saw three people he failed in his attempt to fast he said so i was shaking the shadow the real person was sitting here and i was shaking the shadow he said from that day i said no no more fasting why did you know fear of failure he said i don't want to begin something i will not finish i don't want to begin something that i will be breaking by 12 or drinking gary water i remember some years ago a young man in this church who who was supposed to be fasting they caught him drinking gary water and they brought him to me and said look we caught him drinking gary water and then he said i said why was it that it's omega you drank <laughs> so what i'm saying is that fear of failure the fifth reason why people do not set goals is because of fear of criticisms when we set goals and people get to hear about the goals we set they are likely going to criticize us and so people don't want to be criticized for the goal they set either because it will be too small or because it will be too big don't want to set goals they don't they want to set. i don't want to set goals that when people hear now they begin to think that they begin to say that i told them in the first service there are remedies to that the sixth reason why people don't set goals is that people don't set goals because they lack a deep desire to want something greater than their present circumstance their current ordinary or subordinary life is sufficient so they do not really desire something higher something greater they have tried to interpret where they are in life by where they are from in life they try to say well having food and raiment be ye content and like i said in the first service psalm 35 verse 27 say let them shout for joy and be glad that favor my righteous cause let them say continually the lord be magnified who taketh pleasure in the prosperity of his servant is one who said in isaiah 119 if you are willing to be there you will eat the good so it's not just enough for me to eat the good drive the good smell the good live the good god wants us to live a life of luxury if you see where adam was in the garden of eden you have an idea of the kind of life god wants you to live if you see how jesus live here or not you have an idea of the kind of life god wants you jesus wants you to live somebody broke an ointment of almost what that was what a roman soldier wages for a year and poured it on jesus i never complained he was used to such things he liked such things using a whole roman soldier's wage to buy ointment and pour it on him and when somebody tried to resist he said ah he has wrought a good work on me that's to let you know that he liked very expensive perfume when he died they killed him like a criminal but they were still his clothes were so good i've never seen anybody soldiers go to execute an rubber and remove his clothes and begin to fight for it no they crucified him like a criminal he was crucified between two male factors 
thieves. And the people who crucified him had to take his clothes down and take it away if it was not of good quality. The Bible describes the kind of clothes he wore. It is not the kind of shirt that many people wore, the kind of trousers that we wear, the kind of zebo shoe that you and I wear. So he was used to a life of luxury. His means of transport in those days were not the, they were the best. The donkeys he rode were executive donkeys. Donkeys, brand new donkey, which no man has ever ridden before. Not the one that his back is already bent like this. I grew up in the north, there are various kind of jackie. When you look at the back of some of them, you know they have been carrying load for long. But this one, brand new, that is to let you know he does not usually use things. The sepulchre was buried, it was brand new. Somebody had to build it and give it to him. People lack a deep desire to want something greater. And that's why we don't say, oh, if you really want something greater, this is the time to put it in place. A journey that is well begun is already half completed in the rural proper way. Then the last thing I said in the first service, why is it that some people don't set goals? They do not because they feel too busy and disorganized to even think of taking on new challenges. They reject the notion of goal setting right from their subconscious. Immediately you begin to talk about goals and say, ah, look, I'm too busy. Look, all these things you're asking me to do, I already have enough. I don't want to set goal for anything to do anymore. I have enough on my plate. I have enough on my table. I, I don't want to do anything anymore. This thing I'm doing is enough already. And that's why they do not set goals. But, on a good note, what are the blessings of goal setting? What do we stand to get from goal setting? What are the advantages of goal setting? What is it that we are going to suffer from if we don't set goals? Why set goals? What are the powers behind goals? What is it that goals will deliver to us that we can't get in other ways? What shall it profit us if we set goals? That verse of scripture says, what shall it profit if we pray? He wanted to have a reason to pray. Now, what shall it profit us if we set goals? I want to give you reasons. I want to make a case for you to set goals. The first reason why we, set, why we should set goals and the first blessing in goal setting is that goal setting helps to direct our focus on those things that are important. Helps to direct our focus. It is not everything that is important. It's not everything that looks urgent that is important. It is not what is important to somebody else that is important to you. Our destinies are different and where we are going are different. And that is why our goals will likely be different. It is our destiny and our purpose in life that determines the goals we set. It is the revelation God has brought to us as to what he wants for us that determines the goals we set. Goal setting helps to direct our focus on those things. Goal setting helps to create targets for us upon which we can expend our energy and our effort. Every successful person will testify to the power of focus. There is a lot of power in focus. When light is focused, it can cut through steel. What goal setting does is to give you that one thing you need to focus on. Psalm 27 verse 4. 
one thing have I desired and that will I seek after so what goals does is to give you that thing you are going to seek after you can't be seeking after everything if you seek after everything you'll get nothing but one thing will I one thing have I desired and that will I seek after and when you seek after that one thing you are likely going to apprehend it Psalm 16 verse 8 I have set the Lord before me is on my right hand therefore I will not be moved Paul said in Philippians 3 13 he said it's one thing I do only one thing I do he was saying I have goals Jesus came here he had goals Jesus never preached to everybody and he never told his apostles to preach to everybody he said I have goals go only to the lordship of the household of Israel that's your focus when you have goals it tells you what to come converge your energy on there are many things in ministry i don't do because i don't have to do it there are many places i don't go because i don't have to go there someone came to me recently and said some group of people want me to come and do a program because you want to do a program does not mean i have to come uh-huh. it doesn't mean i have to come it doesn't mean i have to come because you have set up a program no 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 you will go to the place that I send you and the word that I give you that's why you speak that's all. focus you need to become effective by becoming selective Mark 10 21 is a one thing thou lackest what goes does is to focus your thoughts or mind on things that are important to your destiny that are important to your future that are important to your manifestation it's not every road that leads to where you are going and it's time for you to know which road leads to where i'm going that's what goes does it helps you to locate the road that leads to where you're going it makes you an achiever an achiever your life will not be measured in terms of everything you do it will be measured in terms of what you are ordained and chosen and nominated and elected to do that's why you measure it people are talking about quantity no that's what goes does once you know what your purpose is in life and every year you focus on it you achieve it you achieve it I have financial goals this year and I'm focused on it already. I have spiritual goals this year. Some of them I have never had them. I just came up with them. And I'm going to just zero in on them. That's what goals does. It helps you with the power of focus. Jesus told Martha, I said, Martha, Martha, you're, you're troubled and bothered about many things. One thing Luke 10 42 is needful, and Mary have chosen that good part which cannot be taken away from her. She got everything in that good part in academics. When you start, you start as a generalized subject BSc sociology, BSc chemistry. But as you go down, you narrow, you narrow, you narrow, and then you be you now narrow to something that you become an authority. That's how life is supposed to be. Some of us are doing too many businesses that are just wasteful. 
every country does not produce every kind of crop or manufacture every kind of thing they specialize countries i went to germany recently one of the reasons why germany is virtually the richest country in europe is because they specialize in manufacturing that's what there are some countries that specialize in consumption like nigeria we are consumers we produce nothing recently i was told that alubosa is not being imported from cameroon alubosa and that's why the price of alubosa has gone up some of you don't go to the market there manga alubosa we no longer can produce alubosa there is nothing we specialize in nothing even oil that is on our soil we bring it out we send it to we sell it to people they buy it from us they refine it and sell it back to us at a higher price so what am i saying that's what that's what city goes on helps to direct and focus look it's not every business that we give you profit on. those diversities are wasting your capital and making you ineffective you call yourself a business and which business are you doing a general pattern importer exporter extraordinary i supply people nonsense if a doctor tells you yeah, well you know what i do is that i do a little bit of stealing i i also do what will you think of him is that a professional what do you do that's it that's what goes on it makes you do this is one thing i do for me to achieve destiny number two goals also help us to achieve or accomplish more over a shorter period you achieve more under a shorter period now in three and a half years what jesus did in ministry many people can never do in 50 years why he was focused you see when something is a goal you can pursue it and when you pursue it you discover you apprehend it and you make it in a shorter period let me give you a good example if you want to finish the bible in one year and you set a goal that you're going to read five chapters every day and on sunday you're going to read eight chapters and you continue by the time you get to march you will discover how much you have covered you will discover how much you have covered i never knew in the early days of my christian life I well, I always thought that the Bible was too big for everybody to be reading. But when I now saw the size of novel that the people are carrying about, I don't know whether you have seen some of those novels. Today, the reading culture in Nigeria among Christians have been destroyed. You find little little pamphlets of ten pages. The ministers have been made to come down to the level of these people's ignorance. Instead of writing, I remember I went to one place and I said, My book, Man of Bible, is just two or two hundred and eighty-eight pages. One man came and said, That's too much, huh? then what's the place of study what is the place of reading you see as big as the bible looks if you break it down to goals and have number of chapter and verses you read per day you will discover that in a short while you have covered so much that's the reason why jesus in three and a half years he had goals he had goals let me let me show you open to mark chapter one open to mark chapter one he had ministerial goals he was not going to be dissuaded he was not going to be persuaded now let me read from verse 35 mark 1 verse 35 the bible said that in the morning rising up 
a great while before day he went out and departed into a solitary place and there he prayed and simon and they that were with him followed him after him and when they had found him they said unto him all men are seeking for thee because if you read verse 33 the bible says the whole city was gathered together at the door and he healed everyone now in the early hours of the morning he went to a place to pray the apostles followed him and said they're waiting for you now and when they had found him they said unto him all men are seeking for thee and he said unto them let us go into the next towns that i may preach there also for therefore came i forth you see the point is he was saying hey, 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 hey i have goals don't, don't keep me back here i remember i went to a particular church and after about three days he said hey, if you wait with us i said for what i have goals there is a time i am supposed to leave this place i have other places i'm going i have other events that are waiting I have other programs that are lined up. Even if I don't have anything to do, resting is a goal. I have a goal to rest. I can't be burning the two candles from uh, the candle from both sides. Psalm one twenty-seven verse two. It is. He said it is vain to go to bed late and to wake up early to eat the bread of sorrow, for he giveth his beloved sleep. It helps you to achieve much over a short period. You will be able to achieve more at a faster rate if you set goals for the achieving of it. If you set goals that by the June, you'll be able to buy a car and you really set it as a goal and you pursue it, you will discover it's not that difficult to be able to buy a car. It's not that difficult to be able to buy a land. The reason is because you have not set the goal. That is why it looks so far-fetched and so difficult that you think it is beyond you. It's not beyond you, it's within your reach. Number three. The third benefit of goal setting and why you and I need to set goals. Goals helps you to take personal control of your life. To take personal control of your life. Your life does not have to be determined by fate, F-A-T-E. Or by circumstance, or by occurrence, or by others. Those who don't have goals have left the control of their lives to other people. Other people will not determine how you spend your day by the demands they put on you. But when you have goals, you take personal control of your You see the goal. Once you are pursuing those goals, you have taken personal control of your life. It means the goal you have set is the thing that is now controlling where you go, what you do, the people you are with. God told me years ago he said order your life what goals do is to help you to order your life it helps you to put your life in a particular order not that somebody will now come to help you order it by the, 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 the nobody can take me away from my daily goals because if I allow them then they will be the one determining what happens in my life on a daily basis no it's not the people it's not in your hand it's in my hand god said this to me yesterday he said goal setting will help you to design your future design your future so it is in your hands it is not in the hand of the devil <clears throat> where you will be december this year is not in somebody else's hand it's not in the force of nature it's not in the force of the economy it is something that is in your hand by the goals you begin to set don't be disappointed that wherever you are in december 2011 because you have an opportunity now to begin to structure it to begin to chisel it to begin to form it out 
Better is the end. Ecclesiastes 7 8 than the beginning. Mark the upright man, the end of the man. So if I'm going to end up like that, it means I'm going to have to achieve the goal that I've set. Goals help me to take personal control of my life. My life does not have to be determined by faith, circumstance, situation, and others. Goals help to protect you from other people's control. People will always try to control you. And they will succeed if you don't have goals that you have set. They will have to control you. They will like to determine where you are and what you do. And if you have, don't have goals, of course they will succeed. But if you have goals, mm-hmm, that goal will determine where you are, who you are with, what you do, what you say, and how you live your life. Listen to this. Goals prevent us from using available time for productive purpose. When you have goals, it, it prevents you from using available time for unproductive purpose. When you have too much time in your hand because you don't have things that you're focused on, then you use the time you have, which is your life, on unproductive purpose. Redeem the time for the days are evil. If God said I will restore the years, it means you are going to have to redeem the time. You don't have time to waste. You are 20 already. You are 30 already. You are already 40. Recently, I was thinking about it. I said, ah, I remember when I was still 15 years old now. Ah, be a nanny. I still remember when I did my 25th birthday. I still remember when I did 40. I said, ah, ah. So I'm now on the way to 60. I would have been having regrets if I had not powered my life by goals. It helps to take personal control of your life. It's time to take personal control. Don't let the organization where you are living determine what eventually your financial condition will be. Don't allow it. It is too much to live into the hand of somebody to determine your destiny. You know God's purpose for your life. Now begin to set goals in line with that purpose and pursue it. Take the control in your hand. Hey, God said something to me yesterday. He wrote it. He said goals help you to take over the steering of your life. Begin to drive the li- your car, the life of the car of your life yourself. When people drive you around, they can take you to any place. But when they, you are the one holding the steering, except when there is a serious accident and you lose control, you will always drive yourself to the place where you want to go. When forces of faith, circumstances, and situation determine for you what happens, they take you to places you never imagine and make you end up a shipwreck. When you are supposed to be a miracle going somewhere to explode. Why set goals? Another reason why you need to set goals. This number four. Is that goals motivate. And empower. Yes. Goal drives us. Because goals fix our eyes on the future. When you have goals. You are looking at the future. Jesus, concerning Jesus Christ, Hebrews 12, 3 says, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. His face was set and that empowered him. You see, when you have goals, it does not matter what you feel in your body. The goals that you have set keeps empowering, it keeps motivating, keeps pushing you forward. 
Paul said in Acts chapter 20 verse 22 he said I go bound in the spirit to Jerusalem not knowing the things that shall befall me except that in every city the Holy Ghost is witnessing that bonds and afflictions he said but none of these things move me neither count I my life there to myself that I may finish my course with joy and the ministry I have received of the Lord just guys to testify of the grace of God he was focused Apostle Paul had his eyes on the prize. Goals motivate. When they say something motivate, what does it mean? It means to affect us. It means to incite us. It means to propel us. It means to spur us forward. It means to move. It means to induce. It means to prompt. It means to arouse. It means to instigate. It means to fire up. My goals fire me up. My goals fire me up. In the early hours of this morning, around five o'clock, I slept just briefly, and I set the goal. I set the goal. I was going to wake up six fifteen. I set my, my 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 phone alarm. I set all the alarm around. I set the goal. Immediately, my alarm started beeping. I stood up. My head was spinning, but I stood up and I pressed on. Why? Goal that I've set. There's a number of hours I need to pray before I enter this pulpit. I can't just enter the pulpit right from my bed. No. There are a number of hours I have to wait before God to hear him, to speak to him, and for him to speak back to me before I stand before God's people and minister. Because death and life are in the power of the tongue. Somebody somewhere who is hearing this word today, his life is changing permanently. And so I have to prepare. My tongue needs to be the pen of a ready writer. Psalm 45 verse 1. God said go stand and speak to the people in the temple all the words concerning this life we have a ministry of eternal affairs why set goals you will need it to push you forward you need goals to uh, when we fix goals fix our attention on the future and encourage us to take a course of action that will lead to the realization of that future the fact that we have a goal keeps us going when Paul had no more goals he said I'm not ready to be offered the time of my departure is near I have fought a good fight I have finished my course I watched an interview recently where they interviewed Michael Jordan and I saw another interview the interview Zidane Zidane I want to know at least why some people retired from whatever they were doing when they were very good and I was so shocked. The answer Michael Jordan gave and the answer that Zidane gave. Michael Jordan is a basketballer. Zidane was also a footballer, a great footballer. And the answer they gave that, why was it that you retired? And the answer was the same. They said when there was no more goals for me to achieve. He said there was nothing more. There was nothing more for me to do. He said so I begin to go into another area and begin to set goals. I was so shocked. I said listen. That is the history of every successful person. He powered my life. I got did he allow the wind? It was not because uh, my ankle broke and uh, my leg broke. He said, even if his ankle had broken ten times and he knew he had not achieved what he set out to achieve, he would still have been played it. He said, Nobody can drive me from this spot. Nobody. Nobody could have. Even lack of money will not will never have. Sickness will never have. He said, But there was no more incentive. I had no more goals to achieve. I had no more land to conquer. 
There was nothing more for me to do. There was nothing more. He said, well, there was nothing more for me to do. I won seven championship uh, uh, rings and there's nothing more for me to do. Goals, insights, excites, motivates, encourage, drive us. I know whether a person has got goals or not because something should be driving you. Those who have goals, you see that they are always pursuing. Make it effort. They wake up. Your wife does not wake up and say, "Is money there? He let you Ah, oh, minute you remember, I'm the principal of that school. Yeah, must stand up. Somebody will be waiting for me. You must stand up. Somebody will be looking for me. Somebody is coming for a meeting. You will stand up. The goals you have motivate us. Number five reason why we need to set goals. We need to set goals. Goals help us to move in the direction we need to go. Now goals are like marks in the ground that move us in the direction in which we are supposed to go. They are like marks in the ground. Monitor marks in the ground that move us in the direction. Immediately you realize what your purpose is in life and you determine to fulfill your purpose the next thing you need is goals goals help to make straight path for your feet goals put you on the, in the direction along which you are supposed to travel goals helps us to stay on course goals give us direction now let me say this to you if my goal is to get to Kaduna, that's my goal. It determines my direction. I do. I won't want to go, get to Kaduna and go and take on a bus. But you know that's how some of us are. As far as God's purpose and plan for you this year is concerned, Kaduna is the goal. But you now go to Garejova, Kualat Express, and pay and enter a bus going to Inisha. And, no, and then along the way you are there in that bus you are seeing that this thing don't look like a, a Kaduna way so well, let me just continue and it's already in the bus some of us let me say this and this with pain in my heart and God spoke this to me he says some of us are already planning to do things that are not in line with the goals you should set this year with reference to where God wants to take you this year there's nothing as wrong as joining a wrong boss if you have ever done it only for you to discover that you are traveling away from your destination rather than towards your destination goals help to move us in the direction we need to go goals make straight paths not having goal is like drifting it puts your feet along the direction that you need to go it puts your feet the steps of a good man are ordered. They are ordered. First Peter 2.21 Christ has given us an example that we should follow in his steps. John 8.12 He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness at all. God helps us to move in the direction we need to go. That's why you need to set goals 
if you don't set goals, you will move in every direction. And all those directions may not be the direction in which God wants to go. So at the end of the day, you are frustrated. At the end of the year, you are confused. At the end of the year, there is nothing to point to, and then you begin to blame the devil. And you go for deliverance and go for deliverance. And actually, what you need to be delivered from is delivered from lack of goals. That's what you need to be delivered from. I've talked to some people and they say, Hey, you see, Satan. And I just look at them and I say, This is not Satan, no. It's not Satan. What you are describing to me has nothing to do with Satan. It has, once you know what your purpose is, once you know what the purpose of God is for in this year, then begin to set goals that move you along that direction. And once you do that, you are making straight path for your faith. There may be 1,000 Satan to stop you. <clears throat> you are an overcomer. Over, which means you can jump over to come to where your destiny is for this year. Revelations 21 7 to him that overcometh will I grant to inherit all things. Satan will not be obstruction. Who are that great mountain before said, Robert? You say we become a plane. No, by power, no by man, no weapon fashion against me shall prosper. There can be no divination against Jacob. There can be no entrapment against Israel. No, never. No, never. Number six. Why do we need to set goals? Goals help to make goals help us to make necessary and needed adjustment and changes to our lives and our living goals help us to make necessary and needed adjustments and changes to our lives and our living If you want to change your life, set a goal. Let me say this and let me explain it the way the Lord shared this with me. Now listen to this. Immediately you say, I set a goal. And you pursue the goal, your life will change. If you set a goal to wake up 2 o'clock and pray till 4. Immediately you set that up and you pursue it, it means your life will change. Not only will your life change by your needing to wake up by 2 and pray to 4, but the effect of praying from 2 to 4 will become visible in your life. Goal setting is a call for a change of life. Once you set goals, the goal begins to direct, begins to move you differently from whatever was moving you before. Formerly, it could be your friend. I have had somebody say, it was my friend who said this, it was my friend who did this, my friend who did this, I know that he's being friend driven. But when you set goals, you discover that the goal will not, the goals will challenge your normal, your former lifestyle. That's what goals do. They help to shape in our lives. Your life must be in a particular shape for you to get to a particular place. The transformation must be within before there can be the fruit without. It helps us to make necessary and needed. Let me give you this idea. If you find it difficult, for example, to wake up, or you find, let me say you find it difficult to save money. You have been working for so long and you find it difficult to save money. Now, if you want to change that part of your life, you now set a goal that 30% of my income, I will save it. Immediately you do that, your life will have to adjust to that goal that you have set. Your life is forced to move it. Formerly, you are spending all the 100%. Now, the 30% you have saved 
is going to shift and move your life in a particular direction. I went to a foreign country recently. I've been going to the country several times. But I got, when I got there, I said, I said to myself, I want to buy a house here. Now that's a goal. I want to buy a house in this country. And I want to pay cash. Immediately I said that, it started determining how I spent the money that people gave me in that country. Because for me to be able to buy the cows and pay cash, then I need some amount of money. And I, the money I was having before, that was the way I was using it. I had to change the way I was using it, and it changed my life in that country whenever I'm there. Once you set a goal, it will begin to change your life. You set a goal to fast, it will begin to change your life. You set a goal to pray, it begins to save your life. You set a goal to give, it will be... Once you set a goal to serve, if you say, I'm going to become a worker in this church in 2011, it will change your life. The places you used to go before, you don't have time to be able to go there. The things you used to do, you no longer have time to do because you have set a goal to be serving and that will call for your labor and time that you are using on other matters before now. Are you getting what I'm saying this morning? You need a change of life. Paul said, the life that I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Your life is due for overhauling. I told you earlier on, that, the, that was yesterday, that the word restore means to repair. Your life needs to be repaired. I was 22 going to 23. When I was on my way home, one day I drank. I left the beer parlor with the intention of going to my house. I ended up on the football field. How I got there till today. Because I can remember when I came out from the beer parlor, it was left to my house. And I followed left. But how I ended up in the football field that was on the right, I can't understand. When I lay there under heaven, I, point, I say, God, if there is anything you can do with this life, please repair it. And God took that broken life and repaired it. He restored my dignity. He restored my faith and confidence in myself. He restored me. I am the product of great restoration. If you know the Emuguru Emuboye of years ago, if you put the picture beside each other, you don't know they are the same person. Many of my friends are shocked when they see me say, God has undergone repair. And God is not like a parabita who does not know how to fine tune. When he repairs, he makes a total work. If you give him that your life, this year, and begin to set goals, those goals will repair your life. That is one of the tools that God uses in repairing lives. It will determine how you spend your time. It will determine where you go and so on and so forth. Goals help to make help us to make necessary and needed adjustments. Because of time, let me go through the remaining that I have here. Goals that we set and the goals that we achieve help us to gain a sense of satisfaction and confidence and fulfillment. When you set a goal, and you achieve it, it gives you a sense of satisfaction that you are getting somewhere, you are doing something 
you are moving forward. So you need to set goals. Because with every goal you set and with every goal you see achieved, we begin to believe that, aha, we are moving forward. But when there are no goals, there is no objective way of measuring your progress. It's not a feeling, it is something that should be concrete. It should be concrete. So the big question is, are you really moving at all? But what will I move for if I don't have what I want to get? What I want to achieve? In what direction will I move? If the trumpet make an uncertain sound, who will prepare himself to battle? So you need to set goals because as you set these goals and you achieve them, you begin to develop a sense of confidence that, aha, I'm achieving. You begin to feel satisfaction. You begin to say, yes, I set out to do this and I have done it. I set out to be this person I have become. You see, that is what gives me satisfaction. You see, when I go from place to place and I preach and I see what God said years ago becoming to pass in my life, I say, wow, I'm a satisfied person. And satisfaction is the product of having set goals and seeing those goals in your lifetime come to pass. Vision. There were visions and dreams years ago. They are now reality in my hand. It brings satisfaction. I go from nation to nation and people invite me and say, please come. And people queue and people ask me. And I say to myself, it was years ago the goals that I've set, this is what he has delivered to me. It makes me feel a sense of confidence that I did the right thing. It gives me a sense of fulfillment and satisfaction that I'm moving forward towards destiny. That I've not missed road. That have not been slided, that have not been overtaken, that have not been subverted in my course. When you set goals and you see them come to pass, there's a satisfaction that money cannot buy. Many of us are not satisfied deep inside us because we know we have more in us than what we have seen achieved. We have more. There are people here this morning who feel dissatisfied. And the real dissatisfaction you have is that to a large or a small extent, you are not who you are supposed to be. You are not where you are supposed to be. You are not doing what you are supposed to do. You are not with whom God says you should be with. And that gives you a, 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 a debilitating feeling of, of, of despair almost within your spirit. But you see, it is a brand new year. A brand new year is like a slate God is giving you. Say, write what you want on it. Write what you want on it. I give you 24 hours in a day. Do what you want with it. I give you 7 days in a week. Do what you want with it. I give you a year of restoration. Let's see how you are going to use it. Let's see how you are going to use it. Will it go the way it's of years ago or will you use it differently? I'm giving you opportunity to be restored to you the years the locals are sitting. Let's see what you make of it. Let's see whether you cooperate with me. As we achieve one goal after another, as we complete one action after another, and put take a step towards other goals our confidence grew when Paul was going to die he said I have finished my goal I finished my goal he felt satisfied he said now let your when, when, when he was going to die he said I want to die now he was ready to die because he was ready to die empty he had done whatever there was to do the goals he had set he has achieved them there was nothing more to do he said I am now ready to be offered the time of my departure is near. I fought a good father. Finish my course. I've kept the faith. 
said, I know there is a crown waiting for me. There was a, a sense of confidence. He spoke like a warrior who had fought and who had won. He spoke like a, an accomplished achiever. See, I'm not ready to be offered. He said, there is now ready for me a crown. When you set goals and see them come to pass, it gives you a deep sense of satisfaction. That satisfaction will never be there if you have not achieved your goals. It will never be there if you are not who you are supposed to be. It will never be there if you are not where you are supposed to be. It will never be there unless you get to the place of destiny where God has got for you. Let me quickly give you the remaining four. I'll just make a statement of them. Goals number eight helps us to increase tomorrow beyond our limits of today. When we set goals, it is always advisable to set increasing goals. Whenever you set a goal, what it simply means is that I want to do more than what I did before. If you want to increase beyond where you were yesterday, your goal of today should be ahead of it. That is what many athletes do. They set a goal. If the world record in this event is 10.5, they set a goal that by the grace of God, by the end of this year, I want to be able to clock 9.92. Then that goal motivates them. That goal makes them to stay out in the cold when nobody's there. Goals help us to increase beyond the limits of yesterday. It helps us. If you want to increase the money, you, I was saying this to the Lord concerning my financial goal for this year. I said this, I said to the Lord I said I would like to give a particular amount of offering every Sunday I said but beyond that this is the amount of offering I want to give at the end of the year in other words if my weekly offering is even not up to it when I check it in three months I may have to increase it to whatever level I have to increase it to to be able to meet up with you goals help you to increase tomorrow beyond the limits of yesterday. Goal is one simple way of increasing yourself. Several years ago, I told God, I said, I am rich, but I'm not wealthy yet. I want to be wealthy. That's what I want. Is that a matter of having one, 10, 20, 30 million in your account? I want to be well. I want to create wealth. That's what I want. And God said, okay. But you're going to have to set a goal. And do I set goals? I change my tithe, I change my offering, I change my giving, I change the way I give to the church, I change the way I give to people, I change it. And when I did that, when I moved that, God moved me. And I was so happy that I could increase beyond the yesteryears. There was a young man, let me say this, who was a member of this church some years ago. The man does not pay the tithe of the income he earns, he pays the tithe of the income he wants to earn. And what happened with the man was that when, let's imagine if he's on 40,000 naira a month, instead of paying 4,000 as tight, he pays eight. And after a while of paying eight, you know what happens? He gets a job that gives him 80,000. And then he moves his tight. The man is a billionaire as I'm talking. As I'm talking now. He just used goals. He just said go. He used the goal. He used the the tithe as a goal for pushing up 
his income level. He did not pay tight on what he was earning. He paid tight on what he wanted to earn. Can someone do that? Let me tell you something that happened. In this church, nobody has ever come to me, a single person or a family, and said we want to pay for a quarter of our television. TV ministry here in TV Quara. NTA Quara. NTA Elon. But a young man came to me just a few days ago. He said, I want to, I and my family want to pay for a quarter. Now that has never happened. I know fellowships have contributed 30,000, a whole fellowship. I know some people have given a little here, 10,000, 5,000, but no family, single family has ever said, will carry a quarter. You know, you remember I said it some time ago that you can. Now, within the space of a week, that person also experienced a serious divine elevation because by the goals he set to pay for a quarter, by the goals the family set to pay for a quarter, God paid for something that they could never have paid for themselves. <laughs> That's how to increase. Goals help you to increase. It brings increase to you. When you set a goal, it pushes you forward. If you want to push or erase financially, set a goal. I will raise my offering. I will raise my tithe. I will raise the way I give to the church. I will raise. Once you set that goal, you are in for a raise. God is not more. Galatians 6, 7. Whatsoever a man saw it, he does not reap the same. Give and it shall be given good measure, pressed down, shaking together, running over. That family got it on the plateau of two and two. Like I know he was shocked. The family they were they were flabbergasted. But you see, that's what happens when you set a goal. When I said, Let's a family can do it, somebody can do it. Somebody. After he finished, I said to myself that all we need for one year, we just need about four families. They will corner all the blessing. Three other families join him and the whole TV ministry is paid for, for one year. And there are people who can do it. But they have never set the goal to do it. And when you do it, you discover you see difference. Let me give you just two more. My time is well spent here. And I have the whole month anyway. So I don't have to finish everything in one day. Are you getting anything out of it? Are you getting any doctrine, correction, reprove instruction? Goals we need to set. Goals helps to simplify our lives. Simplify. Because the goal we set will define what you do and what you don't do. Your goals become the standard that you used to measure we are to be. When you are going somewhere, you ask yourself, does my going to this place harmonize with the goal that I have set? In what way does my doing this thing I'm about to do harmonize with the goals that I have set? If it does not harmonize, that is what I use to eliminate things in my life. The goals that I've set for this year, can I accommodate another friendship? 
with the goals I have set. Do I have time? Do I have space? Do I have room? Do I have chair for another relationship? I don't. It simplifies your life. It may, you see, it is the goal you set that defines what is right, proper, and lawful for you to do. It is the goal you set. <laughs> it is the goal we set. One time I visited a man in Detroit. I was preaching for him. That day I had set the goal that I was going to read about 80 chapters of the Bible. I just said I'm going to read it today, Saturday. 10 o'clock, the man came with short nicker. I said, what is it? He said, I want us to go out. I said, where? He said, I want us to go to one place just to chill out. Ah, me, I can't chill out. I'm chilling in now. He went and he came back around one. I was preaching for him. Still in his nicker. He met me in the same place where I was when he came by 10. Ah, he said, you're still here. I said, I don't have any place I'm going. He said, let's go. If you don't want to go to the place, let, let's stay. I want to take you to a big aquarium. I said, go and do what? He said, there are fishes there. I want us to go and look at it. I said, when God created fishes, this year should be looking at it. He created fishes for me to do what? I said, so for me to go and be looking at fishes who are doing their own thing is a waste of time. Imagine me leaving the Bible to go and be looking at fishes. And you not give me to eat. I said, if you are then going to give me to eat, then I will go and look at it. He said, ah, they are not for eating. I said, then people like you can go, but I can't go. Later on, he went and came back by five because the service was seven. And he still met me on the table. Ah! He said, there is something here. He pulled his chair and he sat down. He said, why are you doing this? I said, I have a goal today to read 80 chapters. It simplified my life. No complication. I don't have to do everything and go everywhere. No, no, no. I don't have to be with everybody. No, no, no. My goal simplifies my life. It defines to me what is right and proper. It defines to me the kind of relationship. I have goals. Any friend that does not add value to my life, I have goals. I will eliminate you. We need to review the people who are in our life last year. Some of them were the problems we had. Come out from among them and be separate unto me, said the Lord. Touch not the unclean thing and I will receive you. And you shall be my sons and my daughters, said the Lord. It's not every relationship yesterday that was profitable that need to be there this year. If you are going to attain to destiny. Simplifies our life. The goals we set is what we now use to evaluate and measure which activities are essential and which are not. All you need to do is ask in what way does this activity help me to fulfill my goal? Does it? No. That's all. I'm out. I'm out of here. Does my going to look at a fish swimming and living in its own world, does it help me to fulfill my goal of reading 80 chapters on that Saturday? No. So, let the dead bury the dead. If you want to go and look at fishes, go ahead. I go from country to country, from nation to nation, from city to city. I don't go around. I don't even have time. When I go to such places, I have two goals. Number one, to rest as much as possible. 
And number two, to go preach, teach, and live. Anything extra? One man said, uh, Come, let us go and uh, ride a Disney uh, something. I said, What will he do? He said, To be spinning you upside down. Oh. To be spinning me upside down. So he said, Come and see. Come and see. I was looking at him. I didn't want to be a very bad person. I was like, So he went there and put my computer. He said, Look at it. This is a super wheel. You ride it. I said, What will be the effect? He said, That you feel dizzy. I said, in those way, in what way does feeling dizzy help me to feel my destiny? <laughs> feeling dizzy. If you want to go and feel dizzy, go now. If you stand in the middle of the road and they can't hit you, you feel dizzy. Go. I said, What's the job of it? He said, I said, he said, you begin to sweat and you feel good. I, said, I want to feel good in God's presence. It's fullness of joy. The goal you set simplify your life. Simplify everything about you. My time is all well spent, but let me give you one more here. Goals that we set helps our lives to bring more glory to God. The goals we set helps our lives to bring more glory. There is no way you set a goal and you pursue it and you achieve it and people see the difference of what your life has turned out to be. That they will not glorify God. The big question is, are people glorifying God when they see you? Are people are seeing you and said, glory be to God. Wow. Anyone who achieves always bring glory to God. When you build your own house this year, I can't hear somebody say amen to that. Now that will bring, you see, that will bring glory. But you see, you building a house is not something that just happened, Bula. You have to prime yourself for it. You have to be ready. I can see it in my spirit. There are going to be opportunities to build a house. But you see the point is you have to start well now. You are going to have to prime yourself. Don't ever accept the ordinary life and subordinary life you are living as the only kind of life you can live. Don't ever accept it. Do you know at times you can never appreciate how much money passes through your hand. And how much money you waste if you don't have goals in a year. Many of us, the problem is not that money did not pass through our hands. But because there were no goals, we wasted what passed through our hands. As you are looking at me, for every 1,000 naira that comes to my hand, there are ways in which they are divided. I have goals as to how they are spent. The ones that go for gift, the ones that go for investment, the ones that go for saving. So being broke is not part of the question at all. It's not. By the end of this year, I know what I'm looking at. I know what I'm looking for. And I already have goals in place. And I already have my goals. And I am baptizing my goals with prayer. And I'm asking for strength. I'm asking for ability. I'm asking for favor. I'm asking for people that God will bring to contact me. Who will prime these things and make it operational. I'm looking out for helpers of destiny. No matter how rich you are, one man, a multi-billionaire, is called H.I. Hunt, a multi-billionaire in, in Texas. He said there are two things that you need. He said, number one, you need to know what you want to do. If, say, if you are going to be successful, he said, number one, you need to know what you need to do. Number two, you need to be willing to pay the price. 
And the price is you need to set goals. It's not every money that comes to your hand that you should spend. When some people, when it's time to pay for their rent, that is when they begin to beg people around. And when they look at their finances, enough money already passed through their hand in the year to make sure they pay the rent with ease. But why did they not pay the rent? Because they did not have goals as to how they spend the money they have. We are wasters. If you begin to have goals, financial goals, you will not, you will not be able to imagine how much you spend. If you only stop drinking ordinary Coke, don't stop drinking Coca-Cola. And say, whenever I feel like drinking Coca-Cola, whatever money I'm supposed to use for that Coca-Cola, for some of us who are addicted, some of us are so addicted to some of these soft drinks, Zobo, eh, Coca-Cola, yogurt. When there is water, all of these things cannot quench us. By the way, too much sugar is not good for your body. What is that? Carbonated water. Is carbon good for your body? Is it not oxygen that you need to take in and exhale carbon? Now you not take carbon. You not take sugar. Many cubes of sugar per potty. And you say, Mungbad Ojara is umukoki. I always say to myself, how I, I don't understand. Look at your neighbor and say, change your life by setting goals. And your destiny will be sure. Stand on your feet, let's praise him. Come on. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Glory, 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 honor, honor, might. Just lift up your hands. My goal this year is to praise him. It's to praise him, to glorify him, to exalt him. My goal this year is to put my focus on him and not on man. My goal this year is to prime myself for the best of what God has to offer. That's my goal. Come on, praise him this morning. Glorify him this morning. Exalt and extol him this morning. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Speak out your goal. I'm going to teach you on how to set goals next week. What you need to do. How to. Uh, so many things. So many info, information insights that will prosper you. Enable you. Assist you. Comfort you. Take you to the place of destiny. I can't see you glorifying God. I say praise him. Praise him. Praise him. Exalt his name. Be thankful unto him. He is showing a particular interest in your welfare. He is showing special interest in your welfare. He is showing deliberate interest in your progress. By the word he has given us this year, he is showing deliberate interest in our progress. Hallelujah. Come on. Worship him in the spirit. Worship him in tongues. Worship him in understanding. Rabo soko branda Bali ege tu karono no gesti givianda koti brando kisakayao. Baburu vaste kilia kaposti go bahashukaya. Naguru ndegege siki pikom blango tu stigriano golosista. Hallelujah!